Just F It. Hi, I'm Romy, an identity coach helping others who struggle with their sexual identity and families of queer youth find their path of understanding and acceptance. And I'm Carla, a mom empowerment coach empowering moms to own their new identities and motherhood journeys. And, and together, together we are the Effort Madres. Madres. We are here to invite you guys into stories of some inspiring Madres who have changed their lives through an Effort moment. So here we go. Just, Just F, F it. it. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. <laughs> Happy Monday. Let's go, go through all the months. The M, 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 uh, what is it? Mompreneurial Mondays. Monday Madre. Monday Madres. Motivational Mondays. All the M's. Manic, Manic Monday. Monday. Yeah. So. Okay. So the F and Mondays. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to keep on going. Although I think that they're doing better for you now, right? The Mondays. They are getting better for me. They are. That's funny that you caught on to that. I'm, I'm embracing them. It's like I know that they're coming now. Yeah. So I'm breathing. Do you not know they were coming before? It's like I knew they were coming, but like they fucking would hit me. I'd be like, fuck, it's Monday. Like on Zoom, let's start. And today I'm just like recently I'm like. Yeah, you know what? You're probably surrendering and not resisting anymore. 100% I've surrendered to Mondays, you guys. Yeah, yeah. It makes, it does make life a bit easier that way. It does. Um, It is hard to take that step. But anyway. Who are we? We are, I am Carla. This is Romy. We are the FM Madres. And this is a podcast about madres supporting madres, moms supporting moms through these big life-changing effort moments. And, you know, we've interviewed moms that have had them in the midst of them, like we are, and people that are wanting them. And sometimes there's stories about them wanting it and it not working out, like today's story, which is Actually, I think one of the one of the few that we've had on, maybe the first, where it's someone said F it and it didn't actually work out the way that they expected, but ultimately ended up being, you know, a good thing. So excited to to hear their story. And um, so, yeah, that can be inspirational for people too. just be like, you know what? Those F it moments don't necessarily have to work out the way that we thought, but it ultimately leads you down the path that you should be going down. A hundred percent, you know, acceptance around big decisions that we go after and acceptance around them sometimes going in different directions than we thought they were supposed to go in because ultimately the universe does have its plan for you. How you navigate and you take that path is on you, you know, it is literally on you how you want to react to the path that the universe has for you. So Mm -hmm. I'm really happy that we have a story on here that is sharing, like you said, saying fuck it, going after something and then also being able to really accept the path that it was on. Um, So we have two mamas on. I actually reached out to them through social media because they had, they had been a a fan of the L word and followed me for a long time and were really sweet and very supportive on on social media. I saw that they were two mamas reached out, asked if they had an effort moment to share with us and they were really excited to come on. So I love that. That's why I love social media. That's why I love moms being able to connect and people being able to share their stories and it's such a great little community. So who are our two mamas on today? Tiffany and Danielle Kleiner. Perfect. And we will be bringing them on in just a moment. Okay, everybody, we have Danielle and Tiffany Kleiner here with us. And we are just going to jump right into the questions. So Tiffany and Danielle, when did you guys decide to F it and why? So we decided we have two boys and we decided we wanted to try to expand our family. So we just said, F it, let's order some sperm. Um, 
and then we didn't realize that when you order sperm, it comes in a huge, it looks like some ET came in. It looks like a huge spacecraft. Uh, and both of our boys were really excited and they both really wanted to help. Um, they were six and eight at the time. And our eight year old kept asking, you know, why can't I help? So finally, I literally said F it and gave him basically the sex talk at that age and was like, you do not want to help with this part. <laughs> so we ended up letting him warm up the sperm, but that was that. <laughs> so you had already had two boys together as a couple, right? And then you were trying to expand mm -hmm. your family. Basically said F it ordered the sperm, which is how, how this is done. And we're able to have that conversation with your kid about how this works clearly because they can't Correct. be a part of yeah. that. Yes. Forever with us. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> and then that kind of leads into the next question, which is like, what did you do about it? Um, when you guys ordered the sperm and tried to grow your family, what exactly happened? Um, so do you want to talk about Yeah. So, um, we ordered it and we let our oldest son help in the best way he could. And we tried three different times. It I didn't pictures of you. Um, it didn't take. And yeah, so after that, again, we just kind of realized that there's a reason this is not going to happen. We're not going to be sad about it. We're not going to be mad about it. I mean, there's a reason it's not it's not going to take. You know, so. and it's as expensive as sperm is <laughs> after three times. Yes, I had, we yeah. had another effort moment because we were like, effort, a family of four is perfect. <laughs> well, I know that you said that it, you didn't get sad about it, didn't get mad about it. But like when you realized that it was just going to be the family of four, did, did you have any feelings about that? Were you... Were you happy, sad about that? Or were you just kind of like, this is, this is what it is? So we really thought about fostering. Um, but after looking into it, our hearts are too big. I, I would be heartbroken when the child got taken away. I'm not even going to lie. So our plan is when our kids are in high school or college, um, I would like to open up like get a, uh, we live in Kentucky and I want to buy a house and have it for people who age out of foster care. Um, cause they don't have anywhere to go. Once no you support, turn 18, you know? you're gone. Um, so that's going to be my way of still being motherly when my boys are off doing their mm -hmm. own thing. <laughs> no, that's, that's a, Beautiful idea. We've actually had a foster mom on here, and I, I don't know that I have the heart for that. You know, that's a it really is. special person, I feel, that can do that. But that's a really beautiful idea to, like, because there there is nowhere right. for them to go afterwards, you know, and to keep continuing a home and a family because, like, once they're 18, they're just thrown, yeah. right, into the world. And they don't have no to one. live with us, but, I mean, Christmas, if they don't have anywhere to go, you know, yeah. why not? Give them something. And I mean, we'll have rules and a house mom, like I've already like thought into this, but it's that'll, the family of four thing, it doesn't, at first we were a little sad, 
But then we realized that's just the universe's plan for us. Mm-hmm. And vacations are meant for a family of four anyway. Or, or, or even. <laughs> I can't even imagine a family of four. I know Carla and I are a family of one. So you guys are over here like family of four. I guess we're okay with that. I'm like, okay with that. That's like, that's a oh, lot for me. I know. Like you, Carla, girl or boy? I have a girl. Oh, see, that's why. <laughs> that's why? <laughs> Is that why we're, we're one? That's why uh, yeah. you're like, no more. No, I love. Uh, we have two boys. And their best friends are girls, and I love them. We get pampered, but then I get to send them home when they get sassy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. The family that you guys have, um, did you also create your family through buying um, sperm? No. Um, we actually, their biological father, we were best friends for almost 20 years. Um, and he was kind of in their lives a little bit, um, more as an uncle. He had addiction issues, he so had he was in and out. Major addiction issues, and he actually ended up killing himself in 2019. Oh, my um, God. And the oh boys God. know that he was their biological dad, but yes. our youngest was so young it really didn't affect him. Our oldest. It does a little it, bit. It affects at times. There's um, triggers. But the coolest thing that that man did do for me is give me the adoption and told me, you know, I know that you're going to take care of him and he disappeared and then that's what happened, you know? So he, he was being selfish and selfless at the same time, I feel like. So was he like a friend of yours and you made the agreement that, that he would like give you sperm or. Okay. I'll just. I'll just be honest. Um, So we were best friends since 2004. And in 2020, um, and I met her in 2004 too. We all went to the same high school. Um, In 2020, I just, for, I was on a whim. He said he'd take me to Vegas if I married him. So I did. And we had a, well, I say we had an open marriage. He would never do anything, but he always knew I had a girlfriend because he was my best friend. He knew I was gay. And um, it's normal nowadays. I mean, yeah. And uh, I got my two boys and then his addiction just became the boys were like a one month old and a year old. And that was that was that. So I filed for divorce and then. I filed for divorce February 8th, 2015, and I rekindled with her on Valentine's Day in 2015, and she proposed six months later. Wow. So it worked out. And so how long have you two been together? Uh, Eight plus years. Yeah. Going on nine. It's timing because we are actually not piddle paddled around in high school, but we'd hang out, flirt, like never really crossed that line. But if we had done that, then we would not be together now. We would not have our boys. Like timing is just everything. Like we didn't even kiss till Valentine's day, February 14, 2015. (laughs) But we both knew we had a crush on each other, but in high school and stuff, I mean, that was taboo. Like that was, so 
This kind of brings me back, though, because this helps me understand, and I really want to thank you guys for being vulnerable and sharing a little deeper with us because these stories matter, and they do help people, and we all have lives right. and stories, right? And and I'm an open book, but I want to be respectful of your guys' privacy and your kids' privacy to your lives, you know? So thank you because expanding your family then, I would imagine was you both trying to expand mm -hmm. on your own aside from the previous family that was made, yes, right? Yes, we wanted yeah. to bring in a, a baby for the boys to have. And for, I mean, it wouldn't have, I wouldn't, there's no difference for me, you know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. But that makes sense. And then really in that moment being like, well, that's mm -hmm. this is our family. So even though, we, you know, this is what we are supposed to have. This is who we are. And accepting that, that really gives a lot of understanding around just the process yeah. of it. Yes. And both our boys, they both, they only know that they've ever had two moms. And it, you know, if anyone picks on anyone at school, apparently calling people gay is the new thing it's again. It's back in. It's back in. Um, and we live in the country. So our, our sons will walk straight up and be like, look, my moms are gay and they're awesome. I don't want to hear it come out of your mouth again. <laughs> so they have actually well, it's coming up because there's there's places in the world right now that are saying you can't say it. So as soon as you create it as a bad yeah. word, it becomes a word that people start using to hurt people. Especially mm -hmm. in elementary school. I mean, middle school's even worse, yeah. I, I hear, and I, I'm not looking forward to it. But elementary school, yeah, like you just. What did it do then for your family, which is kind of what we've been talking about, but what did it do for your family by releasing that option of adding, knowing that that just wasn't what the direction was going to be? Like, what did it do um, for you guys? So, Get in the frame. If you're so honestly, it was more of, and I hate saying this, it was more of a, a, of a relief in a way afterwards because, I mean, why dwell on something that's not going to change? So we looked at it in different ways and about six months later we went on vacation and we ended up saying, well, I guess F it again and got a timeshare. Mm -hmm. And then this past year we started our uh, music production and we've traveled a lot more, been able to go see a lot more bands. And honestly, that's something we really, we wouldn't be able to do. And we, it's opened up a lot more opportunities no. for us. And again, everything happens for a reason. And those boys, and I mean, they're just, they're, they're me, well, like, you know, regardless. Well, and it's, it's so not... funny because my oldest looks identical to me, mm -hmm. but my youngest looks just like her. Like, and then personality swapped. So everyone thinks that I had the oldest and she had the youngest. So I'm just like, yeah, either way, <laughs> whatever you want to think. <laughs> We're both their moms, so yeah. it really doesn't matter. <laughs> so wait, Danielle. Okay. So you had yeah. them. He, she's both mom, and then okay. I adopt, I was able to adopt them in 2016. 2016, like they have okay. our last names. That's, that's and a whole. That's actually a whole nother story, but um, I ended up being able to keep my adoption. Yeah. So wow, <clears throat> it was a struggle. It took a while. You know, I think there's there's always there's always these moments we talk about that. So I'm actually glad like you guys are sharing this because those effort moments when we decide to go after things and they don't happen. There is beauty in actually seeing the direction that like life gives you. And no, you would not have been able to probably travel and expand the festivals and things that you guys are doing if there was oh, no exactly. baby in the picture. Life, so, yeah, no, not at all. And honestly, I don't think I could take the stress of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if we got pregnant, you would have had to. Yeah. <laughs>
Man. So do, do any fears come up for you at all? Like, I mean, I guess in the sense of like now knowing that it's going to be just you guys and you four, like, do you have any fears that come up or any sorts of ideas that maybe like there might be maybe regret down the line or no? So I don't think I'll have any regret, but I didn't know Archer was going to be my last baby to have. Mm. So I just feel like I would have, I don't know, paid more attention to me being pregnant and like, Mm. instead of just complaining about being sick all the time, like enjoying my pregnancy. Uh, But honestly, we had two kids in diapers for like two and a half years. So uh, I I always outweigh the negatives with with the positives here. Um, But we just decided, I mean, for me, the universe is, that's what puts stuff in our laps. Like that's how the whole music thing came about. It just fell in our laps and we found the right people. And that's how I feel about the baby thing. If it was meant to happen, it would have happened. Yeah. So we will not be trying again. (laughs) And I think the boys, I think the boys, it'll be better for them anyways, the age difference between them and age difference. I mean, it's not a big deal. So if y'all still want to have more, like do it. (laughs) Really? Okay. But, um, (laughs) door is closed <laughs> this door is closed <laughs> um, but i mean they're our best friends and honestly just us four hanging out is just i mean it, it's perfect and i want them if they want to to go on this journey with us as they get older and we're we're really we're really close-knit and because we've had to be honest with them at such a young age you know when on my, you know, Xander was five when he looked at me and said, you know, my first funeral was my dad's. I'm like, I know, man, like oh. that's, that's rough. But I know that's my dad too, from like the same situation. So it's, it's kind of cool that I can talk to him about that in that way. And we can, and we can, you know, I can kind of help him through how I felt and like, remember the good times. I think it's really important that they like, that you're able to share that with your sons, you know, that you're, you're able to be there for them in a, in a very special way. Um, that probably nobody else could be there for them, you know, and without your own experience, our own life experience that like we do give to our kids, we are able to show up. I want to just cover the thing that you said, because I think a lot of parents probably feel this, but you said it and it just like hit me. It's just like cherishing that time that you were pregnant. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. It is way too hard. Yeah. I just, I couldn't let it go. Yeah. We're like, I was like, just thinking about like actually not knowing when it's your last time. And we don't sometimes know, like, I don't know that I knew that when I had my daughter, because I, I, you know, you're having your baby and maybe I'll have another one. And then you realize, no, that was it. That was it for me. And so many moms probably listening. That's why I'm just really happy you said that. Cause I know Carla and I feel the same way. Like, even though we've decided now that we're not, and you guys have decided now that this is the four of you and you guys have each other and it works there's something really sad and beautiful in what you said, because what a message to just kind of really live in it and enjoy it and be present in it because then it's gone. Yeah. That's really, that's that's how we also, also I was going to say to you that Danielle, like you also have to give yourself some grace because it is really hard to cherish something when it fucking is rough. (laughs) You know, like it is. it is really hard to like try to look at the positive when you're going through it. So like you got to give yourself a little grace. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And yeah. yeah, 
the, uh, you know, and I always wanted to get pregnant, but you know, I, and, and we, we were trying for her to do it, but to be completely honest, because we were able to choose as a lesbian couple, we chose not to because of, mm -hmm. you know, different mental health issues and stuff. Um, but I won't, I don't think I'll ever regret that because again, regardless, you know, I got to choose them and that's yeah. like, I just, I could, I really don't think I could love another child more than them. Point blank period. And I can't go through what you three, I, don't, I can't, I can't do that pain tolerance. <laughs> well, you get this beautiful blessing of being a parent and parents come and it's not like we say, like it's every parent on here, every mom, we've had every type of parent on this show because everyone's a, you are that this is your journey of motherhood and it's really beautiful. And this is, whether it's blood or you gave birth, this is your journey, you know, but I appreciate you also being vulnerable and saying like, that is something also you're, you won't go through, you know, and accepting right. that. And both of you coming to that place of saying, this is what our family yeah. looks like. This is what we each look like as a mom, Absolutely. you know, and, and that that's, that's cool. That's okay. We may have had some other ideas or not known when to say goodbye to some ideas, but that this is what it is. And sometimes people will fight that, live in regret, live in depression, live in, you know, any kind of just resentment. And I feel like you guys have a really beautiful way of being like, this is our family. I mean, this it's, is what it it's is. communication and it is patience that everyone, including me, has learned a lot over time. Um, but I mean, that's that's what it is. And you just have to be like, you can't worry about something you can't change, you know? Yeah. You can't. And I know that it's a, it's a little woo woo to say, but like when the unit, when you've tried and the universe is like, you know, said basically been like, it's not going to happen. Like you accept that. Yeah, like, it. obviously this is, if it's, if there's too much resistance in something that you're doing, that's like a big sign there. Like this isn't, this is probably well, not going to happen. It. It's stressful. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, listening to that, something that I think, I think probably, I think more people should do because there'd be less. <laughs> you know, like so yeah. much stress and worry and anger and all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Therapy helps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. Had a good okay. session before this. <laughs> Trucking there through aromatherapy. I really like, I just really appreciate your guys' message. I think it's just, it's so good. I think at the end of the day, like the, the story of just like we said, like accepting sometimes the reality and finding the yep. beauty in it. Right. And not fighting sometimes the universe and anyone listening, like having those fuck it moments and them just not going out the way you thought they were going to go. And that's still cool that you tried, you know, and that you accepted the path that ended up happening, um, which then led you guys to this career that you're in and this this beautiful journey for your family. What advice would you really say to somebody who's listening, who's trying for a family and it's not happening. Um, I mean, if you keep, I mean, if you want it bad enough, you keep trying. I mean, we have a, a family that we, we know and they've been trying to adopt for, I mean, multiple miscarriages, multiple stillbirths and their adoption journey right now. It's really hard, but I mean, they put the work in, you know, and you know, donations and all kinds of stuff. I mean, if you want it, just don't, you know, it doesn't have to be your baby blood or, or this or that. There's resources out there. I mean, foster care, it's hard. But, I mean, you could find the ones that are going to stay in the system, that parents have maybe passed away. They're not going to go back home. Um, but, and, and then if it doesn't work out, I mean, the, 
there's a reason for it. You just, yeah. you might have to wait a year or two to figure out what that reason is. But there's, there's one day you'll look back and be like, this is, why. this is why that never happened. This yeah. is why it didn't work out. But we're really big into listening to the universe. And then communication is key. Um, we pride ourselves on our marriage communication. We get complimented on it all the time. Like, if you asked our boys, our biggest fight was over a stupid bath towel. Like, it was <laughs> so silly. Um, and In the past, like, two years. And yeah. after the... The third time we did it, it was this, we decided it was going to be our last time. And when it came back negative, at first I was sad, but then, I mean, she's my rock. She helped me just, we turned everything into a positive note. So you can take anything negative and find something positive from it. Um, so that's just. And reach out too. Like if you can't, if you don't know what to do, there's resources out there. Just Google research, Instagram, TikTok, so many yeah. mental health, or there's women out there that are, you know, I'm able to follow now that are autistic and uh, autistic, which is nice because being recently diagnosed as an adult and finally understanding, oh, this is why I'm so freaking weird sometimes. I love her because she's weird. But though. like I get, I can embrace it now. And honestly, I feel better because I'm not like, what's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with me. I just, I got these weird little overstimulated. Over, I get overstimulated. Yes. You just have, yeah, I think it's great. Like researching those things, finding, learning more about yourself, asking for help. Like everything's available, you know, if you're looking for it or want it. So I really appreciate that. And like, is there anywhere right now that you would suggest for people to go or to follow you guys? Or can you put your Instagrams or anything that people can like reach out to you guys if you're open to that? So we can um, shout that out. Meet the of course. Yeah. Um, our Instagram name is meet the Kleiners. Spell it. So should I spell it? Yeah, okay. It. Yeah. M E E T T H E. K-L-E-I-N-E-R. And there's S. not many Kleiners not out there. Is there not an S on the end? <laughs> the Kleiners. There's an S oh. on the end. Okay, there's an S. We're going to end up putting it up on our social media, and we'll end up um, putting it through so everyone can follow you guys and reach out. But we just want to say thank you guys so much for coming on and being vulnerable and opening up a little bit deeper than maybe you were prepared to with us. We appreciate um, that. I was going to just say one more thing. If anyone's trying and orders from a sperm bank, go to your gynecologist and have them insert exactly. it. Exactly. Yes, that is another um, thing. Because learned. after the second time, we learned it wasn't getting in my cervix, and your gynecologist will do it like for free. And they know where they as know long as you have the sperm with yeah. you, they'll do it. They for better free. know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, that's great advice. Cause I have some friends that are trying right. You know, I've got a few friends trying. And, yeah. And I don't know that they're doing it that way. So that's great advice. You know, it's just so much. Yeah. I would just, I would do that. Yeah. Better than the turkey. Cause it's not cheap. You want to get it right. It's <laughs> And it only comes with, I mean, the smallest amount, like it's, it's ridiculous. Um, can I put, yeah. can you all maybe post uh, one more Instagram on there? Um, yeah. it's the Dax Productions one, but it's, it doesn't have to be to reach out about meet the Kleiners is more. Yeah. But what you guys are working on. Yeah. We'd love for people to be able to follow your guys's work. We're trying to grow, um, and get up and coming people to actually 
you know, babies and then grow up. Cinema awesome. in the world. Cinema in the world. The band. So yeah. I, I do appreciate that. So this is the end where we'll say it together. Just, Just F it. it.